There is a clock. It is small and round. It is moving in the way a clock should. It is filled with many numbers. It is hanging on a wall. The clock is making the noise all clocks should. The ticking noise that seems to invade our minds. The noise that annoys us to no end. The noise of the small round clock on the wall in the captain's cabin that no one but the captain may enter without permission. The clock sits. It sits on the wall in the cabin that no one but the captain may enter without permission. It sits and watches. It watches and tells. It tells the listener stories of faraway places and lands no human could imagine. Places exempt from the laws of space and time. Places that only the clock on the wall in the cabin belonging to the captain could tell one about. Of course, that is presuming someone is listening. Which, of course, no one is. I'm bored. The captain said we should all start a log of our days at sea. I don't know why. No one knows why. No one will ever know why. Except the captain. He already knows why. He told me it would be a beneficial activity and one day we can listen back through it and remember this interesting time. We set out yesterday. Yesterday the cook was replaced and this new one can cook so much better than the last one. The old cook was a random lady the captain found in Italy. As it turns out, just because you're Italian does not make you a good cook. Who would have thought? Not the captain. We are all making theories. Rick from the deck staff thinks she ran off with some guy from Timbuktu, and the captain couldn't find her. Or the guy for that matter. Dave from the crow's nest thinks she got sick of making terrible food on a ship like ours, and swam back to Italy. Captain says she left because he asked her to, but I personally think Dave was right. I don't think she made it back to Italy, though. She always liked her cooking a bit too much. Anyway, the kid that was hired to look after the food, that kid cannot be trusted. I repeat, that kid cannot be trusted. I swear I saw them steal an orange. I don't really like oranges. James told us they are good for us. I think he's lying. He's the cabin boy. He likes to think he is far more important than us because of it, even though we all know he isn't. No one really believes anything he says. Everyone knows he just wants to be the captain. They only keep quiet about it because he is the captain's brother's son's friend's cousin, or something like that. Whatever he is, the captain likes him, so we kind of have to, or we will be swimming to Italy as well. And that is not on the top of anyone's to-do list. Ben, the guy who does, well, no one really knows what he does. He just kind of is. He exists. He's been with the ship for, well, forever. He was here before the captain was the captain. He knows pretty much everything about the ship. He likes to remind us of this each day. He also likes to tell us of his many voyages and things he has done on said voyages. Or maybe in his imagination. We don't really know. Anyways, as I was saying, Ben, yes, that Ben. He told me that I should record the weather in my log. He said it is something the old sea dogs do. Or used to at least. Well, that is a hole in the ground in case you, dear listener, were unaware. The weather is nice. It is sort of sunny, but not too bright. It is not too hot, but not too cold either. I like this weather, but Dave says a storm is coming because he had a headache this morning. I think he just can't accept the fact that weather can be nice. I learned how to play poker the other day. It was fun. I lost, but hey, I tried. I don't remember how to play, but I'm certain I will win next round. 
Is that unrealistic? I don't think it is, but no doubt someone will. Last time we went to France, there was a beautiful music box. I liked that music box very much. It was intricately designed, with a carnival painted on one side and a village on the other side. It played a pretty tune that reminded me of that one time we stopped at a carnival in Venice. Sadly, later that trip, we picked up a terrible cook. The rest of the shop was filled with many objects that were less interesting, but for some reason, oddly expensive. The woman who was in charge of the shop explained that having a watch that was five minutes fast ensured that you were never late. I decided this is a wonderful idea. I suggested to the captain that we change all the clocks on board, but I was told we have nowhere to be, so we have nowhere to be late or early to. This morning, Rick decided that work was boring. This morning, Rick decided work was unnecessary. This morning, Rick decided to teach an art class. We all gathered on the deck, easels in hand, easels not in hand but on deck, easels used, mostly unused but metaphorically used. James used one. Easels are useless. Art is not. Art is a wonderful thing. Captain made a speech before the class, informing us that our jobs are an art and we should get back to them as soon as possible. We listened. We drew. We painted. We created. We now have paint stains on the deck to celebrate the first of many art classes to come. Rick has encouraged each of us on the ship to teach an art class, and Ben has decided Dave will teach the next one. Ben has also decided the old cook did not swim to Italy, but walked there instead. The weather is still good. The weather is still nice. The weather is still my friend. The weather still hates Dave. Someone in the world is playing a violin. Someone in the world is drinking coffee. Someone in the world is listening to a tree, hoping it will talk. Someone in the world is taking a photo. Someone in the world has just fallen over. Someone on this ship is singing. They are really good. Also, I need to ask the captain if we can get a piano. Maybe then the mysterious singer will become less mysterious and sing with us. I never knew anyone on the ship could sing. Of course, the cat and the rat that live in that random crate that no one can seem to find can sing and do sing on a daily basis at exactly 9.16am. Except on Thursday. On Thursday, they sing at 10.43pm. It is not Thursday. It is not 9.16am. It is not the cat or the rat singing. A human on this ship can sing. Maybe it is an orange that has decided to change its life goal. That orange can really sing. Water. That is all that is out there. You get used to it after a while. The sun reflects off the water and blinds the person who was not yet told that it is not a very smart idea to stare directly at it even if it is through water. It is beautiful. It is beautiful until it is not. And when it is not, it really is not. Today. That is a weird word, today. Spelt T-O-D-A-Y. Why? It has nothing to do with when. Why is it not now day? Or perhaps this day? Or even present day? Why today? Is that implying that there are two days? Or is day now a verb? Today a day? Why not just have one day? Or three days? Why two? 
I must converse with the captain about this pressing matter immediately. Perhaps not immediately. I am recording the log. Captain set aside a time when we must record our daily log. Even the cat and the singing rat in that random crate that no one can seem to find have to do something. They've decided to write a journal. The captain was informed of this decision via a small note. We will write a journal, it read. It would be far superior from your human attempts. James was then informed that his daily job was to stand in the centre of the deck, look directly up and yell, Cat! Rat! Write in your journals! Write in your journals! Write in them now or face the consequences! He stood there for ages. He stood there continuously yelling for 10 minutes. What would the consequences be if they did not write? No one can find them. Or maybe someone can. Good news, listeners. Good news. The oranges were just thrown overboard by an unnamed and unknown entity who obviously has my best interests at heart. I hope the singing orange still exists. Maybe we will hear some water-polluted singing coming from below the ship. Who knows? Not me. Not you. Not anyone. Except maybe Ben. And probably the orange. And probably that kid who was meant to look after the food. That kid ate the food. We're hungry. We're angry. We still have food. We cannot eat it. It is not mealtime yet. Speaking of mealtime and hunger and food-related things, the new cook is probably cooking around this time. I need to learn her name. I need food. There is something strange happening to our ship. I don't know what it is, but I do know it has never happened before. At least not that I can remember. Maybe it has happened before. I will have to ask Ben. If the strange occurrence has in fact occurred before, he will know. I'm going to ask him now. With my leaving of the activity of recording my thoughts comes the end of this entry. I'm not quite certain how to end this, so I just say goodbye. Goodbye and farewell. Goodbye and the end? Yes, the end. The end of this entry. The end of this day. The end of my willingness to think. Goodbye, dear listener. Goodbye. Stories of a Sailor is a production of Disseminar Broadcasting. It is written by Michaela Jefferson. The voice of Stories of a Sailor is Monica Jones. Today's aphorism, if you turn a zero upside down, it is still a zero. But according to the laws of nothing in particular, it is a much happier zero.